0: it gossip no he doesn't talk trash did you say this was a daily podcast pop-cast, pop-cast, pop-cast with Lance Bass hello my little peanuts it's me your host Lance Bass this is the daily podcast for Thursday April 9th 2020 peach canes with me Hi. How are you today?
1: I'm good. I'm actually, I'm glad that we're doing this intro together now because...
0: (laughs) This is really bad. (laughs) As I choke on my own. um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So I did this interview yesterday Mm -hmm. that we're about to air with Miss Polly Perrette. Uh, You'll know Polly. She played Abby on NCIS Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. forever and ever and ever. Uh, Been on every comedy you've ever seen. And now she has a new show on CBS called Broke. Uh, it's really good. If you like CBS comedies, it is a s- straight CBS comedy. Four camera, you know, a studio audience. It's right next to Mom and uh, Sheldon, whatever show. Young Sheldon. Young Sheldon. So, I mean, it's 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 a major hit already. It's only been, there's been two episodes and it already broke records for the most uh, watched new show.
1: Oh, I have to watch this. Yeah, it's fun. It's yeah. really fun.
0: So, uh, basically, she, um, she plays a, a broke single mom Mm -hmm. with a kid and uh and her sister has to move in with her because she lost all her money and her sister's like very hoity-toity rich with her um with her latin husband who's awesome um and, yeah, so they have to move in. And so it's like their relationship of having to take care of her sister now. This is going to be fun. I'm excited for this. Yeah, but this is what happened. So what had happened was... <laughs> Never
1: leaving you to your own devices Well, Polly, <laughs>
0: Polly was supposed to call today, but then yeah. she she called and she's like, do you, do you care if we just do this right now because today was her huge press day. And she had to get up at five in the morning and do radio after radio and all that kind of stuff. And she said, I know by the time I get to you, I'm going to be so tired and I want to give you like a great interview. Mm -hmm. Um, So we went ahead and did it last night. Yeah. Uh, So I called her up. Um, You weren't here, obviously. I don't
1: just live in your closet. Like people (laughs) think.
0: (laughs) This is my first time having to record it myself. Mm -hmm. And I thought I knew what I was doing, but apparently I did not. (laughs) Uh, Because 10 minutes into the interview, I realized I didn't push record. <laughs>
1: that's no, that's okay. Things happen.
0: <laughs> um, but to catch you up with the first 10 minutes, she basically just went on and on about how I am her biggest influence in the industry. Oh
1: yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, she would be nowhere without me.
1: I I was expecting um, her to say all of that. Yeah.
0: So that's basically what she said mm-hmm. and all you missed. Yeah. Okay, okay. So uh, you want to hear what the rest she said? <laughs> Please. All right, here's Polly Barrette. <laughs> Life is full of tough choices and trade-offs. Your beauty routine, what you put on your body every day shouldn't be one of them. Filled with natural and organic ingredients, True Botanicals skin and body products deliver results without toxins. True Botanicals uses both the latest scientific advances in centuries-old botanical extracts to create an all-natural formula in their products, like their hydrating face cleanser, face oil for aging skin, and nutrient face mist. Every True Botanicals formula is made safe certified, made without 5,000-plus known toxic ingredients. But unlike most non-toxic products, True Botanicals solutions actually work to repair skin issues. They worked with researchers at leading universities, including Carnegie Mellon and Cornell, to identify nourishing botanical extracts rich in antioxidants, vitamins, and essential fatty acids to develop potent formulas that work better than leading beauty brands. True Botanicals has conducted three independent clinical studies, and in all three trials, True Botanicals outperformed Creme de la Mer and Proactive Products. Now, whether you're looking for an effective anti-aging regimen, seeking a sensitive skin safe solution, battling pregnancy hormones, or struggling with acne-prone skin, True Botanicals has a natural formulation that will protect and nourish your skin. All right, right now, it is so important to focus on self-care. True Botanicals have some amazing facial masks and aromatherapy scents that can be delivered straight to your door and uh, are a good activity to provide a sense of calm. Yeah, breathe, put a little face mask on. As beauty salons have closed and stress can be high, it is important to check out these alternatives that can help us all cope with these challenges around us. And you've got to try True Botanicals for yourself. Get fit. 15% off your first purchase at TrueBotanicals.com slash popcast. That's 15% off your first purchase at TrueBotanicals.com slash popcast. TrueBotanicals.com slash popcast. So, Peachy, uh, you ever want to have kids one day?
1: Yeah, maybe one day. One day? Yeah.
0: Well, um, have you ever like tested yourself out? Because everyone's getting, you know, uh, finding out how many eggs they have, you know, even freezing them, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't.
0: All right. Well, I have have the thing for you. Yeah, because this is really cool. So, a traditional guidance with fertility has been just wait and see, right? But now we have the tools to help us plan and track everything in our lives finances, steps, careers, school. So, why is fertility still a wait and see? Well, that's where Modern Fertility was created. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home uh, with just a little finger prick. Hmm. Yeah. Mail it in with a prepaid label, and you'll get your personalized results in 10 days. And what's crazy about this, Peachy, you, you go to your doctor, first off, yeah. book your appointment, it takes months, whatever. You're going to pay well over $1,000 for these tests.
1: Oh, hell no. Yeah.
0: And at Modern Fertility, I love these companies that are just making it so easy for us at home. Uh, it's only $159 to get the same information, and it's right there at your your house. Wow. So if you go to modernfertility.com slash pop, you'll get twenty dollars off your test. Uh, also if you have an HSA or FSA, you can use those dollars on modern fertility. Which oh, that's is really so great. cool. I love that. Yeah. You'll get insight into how many eggs you have, which is always nice to know. Uh, hormone levels and any reproductive red flags It's so good even if you don't think you're going to have kids in the next say 5-10 years it's it's always nice to know just your levels just in case because maybe you'll see a red flag and be like okay I need to work on that for a couple of years and get that level back Mm -hmm. who knows I don't know I'm not a woman I don't know these things the results go in depth into what every hormone means and you can also talk one on one with a fertility nurse to review results and options for next steps so if you want kids today or maybe one day you need information to make the decision that's best for you so right now Modern Fertility offers Offering our listeners twenty dollars off the first test, modernfertility.com slash pop. That means it's gonna cost you $139 instead of hundreds or thousands it could cost at the doctor's office. That's twenty dollars off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash pop, modernfertility.com slash pop. Look at you bestowing knowledge. All right, so on your new show, Broke, tell us about the cast. I mean, you have an incredible, very funny cast with you.
1: It, it really is amazing. So um, I play Jackie. and she's a, she's a single mom that's, like, stuck in Reseda, and she's just, like, a real hardcore blue-collar. Like, she's a mechanic. She's a bartender. She's just trying. She's a, totally alone. Dad's in jail, and Mom died, and my sister... Married, meets and marries and runs off around the world with like the most handsome richest guy on the planet and I'm literally left at the house I grew up in in with a baby because baby daddy is out of the picture right so that sucks and then so my sister is played by the incredible Natasha Leggero. Love her. I know. <laughs> it's like the only people that are in love with her are just people that haven't found her yet. Right. You know, because it's impossible not to. She's incredible. <laughs> and uh, and so she marries the and all, also incredible Jaime Camille, who has been on Jane the Virgin forever. He had played a very, um, like a... He, beloved character called Rogelio on that and, and his character is just like super, super, super rich his whole life. He's from the richest family in Mexico and he's just clueless. Like, he's never worked, he's never done anything, he's like got billions of dollars and so my sister who was supposed to be like grimy like me like from Receda, and our neighborhood she comes back like, you know, with like freaking designer clothes and some weird accent and like sick nuts and uh, it's, but, you know, my gal is kind of like, you know, like, uh, hello, like, you completely left me here alone. Like, my gal, Jackie, has literally been by herself trying to do every, keep this house afloat, keep her kid sane, by herself, no dad, no mom, no sis, no nothing, you know? And so they just show up all of a sudden, and it's like, wow, you know, all right, uh, yeah. Thank you, no, thank you. Like I don't really know you're really privileged. And it, but the and then the other the rest of the cast they show up not only at my house but two of them my sister and her husband but with her husband's assistant. Uh, the character's name is Luis. The actor's name is Izzy Diaz. And I'm telling, I've been screaming it to the planet. This guy is going to be the best out on this thing. He's so nice. good. Not only do I love the character so much, but Izzy Diaz is so talented that like, like he freaks me out. He's so talented. I've said before that like, if I'm like doing something in the show and the live audience is like laughing more than how funny what I'm doing is, that means that Izzy is somewhere behind me doing something <laughs> funnier than I am, and he's a master at that. He's so incredible. And even after our pilot aired, I, I, I had so many friends of mine just text me going, who? is playing Luis. Who is that? And everyone, his name is Izzy Diaz, and yes, he is a genius. He's yeah. incredible. Wow. And such a nice guy. And then my child, which is, I mean, I was, one of my things, I said, like, I'll do this, I'll do that, I want comfortable shoes, but I never want to play a mom. Yeah. Same as last words. And my kid is played by the insanely talented Antonio Raul Corbo. And he was on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So he's already got, like, a built-in audience. He also does a lot of, like, animation. Like, he's the new baby uh, uh, SpongeBob SquarePants and, mm-hmm. like, a bunch of stuff here and there. So smart. Such the light of my life now. His mom, who has become, like, a technical advisor for me for how to be a single mom, as we, she says we share him now. So he has two moms. He me and him. <laughs> I <laughs> yeah, love it. Both of us. Yeah, I love him so much. I learn from him. I watch him. He is a very... He's one of those kids that we're going to watch like, I don't know, probably change the world. Yeah.
0: You know? Well, I mean, y'all worked so hard on on bringing this show to television. I mean, it, it, no one sees the blood, sweat, and tears that you all put behind this. When it premiered to record-breaking numbers, over 7 million real-time viewers, were y'all expecting such a huge hit on your hands, or were you expecting it like just to kind of grow, like a normal show?
1: <laughs> well, I, well I, you know, I don't know. There's a couple of things to that. Like, I I mean, I am going to answer that question, but I'm going to make it a long answer, as I usually do, as you know. <laughs> but, you know, I've been in television a really long time now. Like, a long time. Like, two decades, I think. Oh, yeah. How old am I? I don't even know. No, actually, more than two decades. And I've been on a lot of shows that never aired. I've been on a lot of shows that aired and got canceled. Like, you know, pretty much every actor's story. Mm-hmm. I've guest starred. I loved my life as a guest star. I loved it. Because I would go on and do, like some short or long stints on other amazing comedies like Drew Carey's show. I played Drew Carey's girlfriend for a while. And Mm -hmm. then, like, you know, and then I, uh, Christina Applegate's show, yeah, yeah, I played her, I played her um, obsessive um, soccer friend. And, like, a lot, tons of, I can't even phrase her. I was on, I was on, like, everything. Like, I got started on every comedy. And I think, like, after, and being on the ones that got canceled, being on the ones that were awesome, being on everything, it's like, you kind of know, I kind of know, I know. When I'm like, I read this, even the very first draft of the script, and knowing Jenny, and knowing Alex, and meeting the writers, and especially when I met the cast, I'm like, this is awesome. So y'all, Lance, I was was absolutely expecting people to love it as much as they did. And the exciting thing right now, which is like, you'd have to be like us to get how excited this is, the pilot is the only thing I've seen. We've shot the entire season. Right. The whole season is done. Praise God, because we can't shoot anymore. Mm-hmm. But the whole season was done before this, this horrible thing happened. But I, uh, I have seen the pilot, and that's it. The, the pilot, you know, any pilot of any show, it's a lot of exposition. It's a lot of backstory. So that's what, that's what you have to do in the pilot, just to pull people into your world. But then, and now... The, the, let the insanity just explode because it does, and it's like i i of course I was there, I was shooting all these other episodes, but I haven't seen anything. So I don't know if anybody's more excited than the cast right now to mm-hmm. see than all the rest of the episodes, because we haven't seen them. And I know they're insane. We thrive on chaos. It's amazing. <laughs> you know.
0: I love it. Now, you mentioned this role, uh, and you feel like you're bringing a role model to the screen. Tell us about that.
1: Well, it's important to me. Like, I'm really careful about the way I portray you know, women on, or, 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 I mean, you know, it's like Abby never aged. So she was still like, you know, like, I don't know. Abby was like, like 27 years old, like for 16 years, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and I, she, she still to this day has this enormous, um, following of young women all around the world. That's every single country in the world, like everywhere. And it was really important to me. And actually, even when I was like, younger and more timid, I still stood up for that because early on, early, 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 first few episodes, I could see like hints of their kind of putting her in a certain direction that I didn't want to go in. Um, doesn't matter what it was, but it was not, to me, a very good uh, example for young girls, right? So I just really, I kind of had to say, even I was scared, you know, but I had to say like, you know what, guys, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to do that, those kind of jokes and I, she can't be like this because I, I want. She's such a brilliant example of someone. And then lo and behold, what it turned into was something so beautiful. And she's an amazing scientist. She's so smart. She's so capable. She goes to church. She's a church kid. She's a good girl. You know. And it's like what we. The last thing we needed was to have like another. Oh look, she has tattoos. She must be like awful. But she's not. She's great. And and that changed the world. It really did. They call it the Abby effect because. I was on TV for so freaking long that I, I raised these children <laughs> <laughs> and I did. I really did. And mm-hmm. they are like, like those girls, I, you know, I, I set up two scholarships for young women going into science and math because this fictional TV character inspired young girls around the world to make being in science and math, not only fun, but attainable, mm-hmm. you know, and it's something they can do. And there's, I mean, I'm not, I don't think I'd be overestimating if I'm not saying there's like a million young women around the world in every country that have gone into science and math because of this fictional TV character because they look up to Abby. So after that, you know, it's like, now that I'm in this new thing, I I just wanted to, like, we were first just talking and sort of developing the whole thing. It's a different kind of thing, but, like, I believe in, like, women understanding that they're capable and they're able, you know, of stuff, and... You know, like me, people. Lance and I are both from the South. I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. Alabama Southern bumpkin. That's right. Then <laughs> you're a Mississippi bumpkin. <laughs> so, but you know, I grew up down in the woods where my dad still lives in Alabama. But it's like, you know, my dad had two daughters and he raised us like boys, which kind of comes up in the show too. But like, you know, I build stuff. I've got more tools than any guy I know <laughs> out of out of my except for my cousins, right, and my dad. <laughs> But, like you know, I fix stuff, I build stuff, I've like got uh, you know, I do everything, and there's nothing anywhere that says that a girl can't do that. But we're just kind of you never really think like, huh? I think I'm gonna go buy like a like my favorite area, dude. I have a switch driver. It's an, it's an electric screwdriver that with one button it switches to a drill to a screw. So if you're if if you're like putting something in or making something, you can drill the hole, hit a switch, same machine. Don't never lose your hand switches over to it, uh, your, your screwdriver, so you can drill a hole, screw it in, drill a hole, screw it in. You don't have to switch it up. You don't have to change bits. Nothing. Like that. That's awesome. Girl should be able to know that how much fun you can have with electric screwdriver. I love it.
0: I love because you, you're like me when you talk about your home. You know of Alabama. You're I can hear your southern accent come back. Like, oh slightly. my
1: god! <laughs> when I talk to you, I yeah. get it. Well, I've got I've got my neighbor is from Alabama. Mm. My pastor, you know my pastor you've met is from Alabama. Yeah. Like there we're around. And then I got another friend from North Carolina. Went from Virginia. A lot of people my church are all South Mass. But also, I'm being home all the time, and I'm talking to my dad and my cousins, and so yeah, and it's 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 like that. I was telling Jaime, Jaime, I have such a funny thing like off camera because Jaime is his English is so good, but English is his second language. Absolutely, I mean, he's is from Mexico, you know, in real life. So he, I love it. He's like spanglish when he mixes up his words. It's so cute that sometimes we don't tell him because it's adorable. <laughs> and then, But then also, I say all kinds of crazy Southern crap. You know, that just, I didn't know that we all, we kind of have a language of our own. And it's like he's always like, what? What do you know? And I, so he's teaching me like that kind of stuff, and I'm teaching them like Southern slang. But it's hard for me. I don't know if you had to do this, but for me – uh losing my southern accent was for real like learning a new language right. like yeah. i have to be so on top of it so wh- like when my cousins came and visit me on set or my dad's on set with me when they come out i'm talking to them and i sound like a you know i got south mouth all over the place and then when they say action i've got to have like a no accent california recita accent and it's like it's a it's a mind
0: game yeah that's good acting right there <laughs> All right, Jess, it's time for a cold read. Who is it for today? Orate. Orate. Ooh, orate I, love, jewelry. I
1: love them and I love their name.
0: Mm-hmm. Orate. orate. It's weird because it's not spelled like orate. It's A-U-R-A-T-E. Oh, I love that. I wonder what that means. it has got to be some kind of meaning behind that.
1: We'll fact check.
0: All right. All right. How many today?
1: This is long. Um, let's say Four.
0: All right, guys, our new sponsor, Orate, is amazing. For those of you who aren't familiar, Orate is fine jewelry made in New York City, founded by women for women. And how cool is that? Pieces range from classic to statement to completely original. Orate makes the jewelry you've always wanted but could never find. Orate is insanely good quality. Uh, the gold feels substantial, and the diamonds sparkle and shine. Such high quality, so beautiful. But it's all real gold, and you can wear it and never have to take it off. You can shower, sport, sleep, cook, anything. It's jewelry for life. And all... And loop, dip, dip. <laughs> what <was> that? <laughs> That's a different ring. <laughs> all Orate pieces come with a lifetime warranty because they know it lasts. Because Orate sells direct to you without the middleman markup. They can offer the same quality at... Oh, uh, God damn it. Let me do that again. Gosh. I started reading ahead, (laughs) then I I got really lost. All right. Because Orate sells direct to you with the middleman markup, they can offer the same quality as traditional Fifth Avenue brands at a fraction of the cost. Orate hacked the jewelry market, making real gold accessible. Orate is ethically made in New York City, empowering women with the best jewelry options without sacrificing style. For every piece sold, a child is in need.
1: (laughs) A child is in need.
0: (laughs) What? <laughs> a child in need <laughs> receives a book to further their education. What is going on with your phone? I have no uh. idea. And like we said, it's made for women by women. Orate was started by two friends during brunch when one got a green finger from an overpriced ring, sparking the conversation about how they were fed up with the traditional jewelry market. Orate was founded on the desire to shake up the jewelry market by offering modern women beautiful designs, amazing quality at affordable prices, and ethically sourced pieces that they can wear every day. Orate is looking to set the standard for women because they deserve the best. In this current climate, I think it's really important... <laughs> to treat yourself to some beautiful gold pieces as a bit stress Did you just say b- a bit <laughs> as a bit of stress relief There's no rule that says you can't accessorize while working at home to feel your best. I also think it's equally important to support your local businesses. Mm -hmm. Jess, I know you and Giggles have some Orate pieces, right? We do. I have some earrings. I love them. Love it. Mm -hmm. All right. For 15% off your first Orate purchase, go to oratenewyork.com slash pop. Use the promo code pop. That's A-U-R-A-T-E, newyork.com, A-U-R-A-T-E, newyork.com, promo code pop. Get mouthwatering seasonal recipes and pre-measured ingredients delivered right to your door with HelloFresh. HelloFresh makes cooking at home fun, easy, and affordable. Break out of your dinner rut with HelloFresh's 22-plus seasonal chef-curated recipes each week. There's something for everyone, including low-calorie, vegetarian, and family-friendly recipes every single week. HelloFresh has more five-star recipes than any other meal kit, so you know you'll get something very special and delicious. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and prepping so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in just about 30 minutes or even 20 minutes with their quick recipe options the average trip to the grocery store takes 41 minutes and these days i bet a lot more than that that's over 35 hours a year if you go once a week hellofresh's pre-portioned ingredients mean there's less prep for you and less food waste the packaging hellofresh uses to ship your food is almost entirely made from recyclable and or already recycled content HelloFresh's carbon footprint is 25% lower than store-bought grocery-made meals, and you can add extra meals or lunches to your weekly order or throw in yummy sides and desserts like garlic bread and cookie dough. Easily change your delivery days or food preferences and skip a week whenever you need. There is a reason this is totally America's number one meal kit. I got my HelloFresh order a couple weeks ago, and I loved everything we made. It was simple. Everything was measured out for me. No waste. So tasty. And I made a few of their meals. I got the pork tacos. They were incredible the mushroom chicken which was great and i don't even like mushrooms Uh, i love the variety on the site and i'm hungry again already go to hellofresh.com slash popcast10 and use code popcast10 for 10 free meals including free shipping it's all free go to hellofresh.com slash popcast10 and use code popcast10 for 10 free meals including free shipping go get some food Now, one of the reasons I like bonded with you is because you love charity so much. You, I think, you're of everyone here in California. I think you you do the most charity out of everyone. <laughs> um,
1: well, and I'm also happy to say that yes, that is how you and me met because we kept running into each, each other at charity events. We do. know that in Hollywood, as much shit as Hollywood gets. Sorry, can I say that word? Sorry. Oh yeah. But uh, that um, I have met. Some of, my, some of my very best, including you, uh, friends, like celebrities and Hollywood friends, are people that I met through nonprofits. I mean, I, the list is so long, I won't even start, but like, for as much as they may put us down, I have found, not everybody, not at all, but I have found the good people who are in this Hollywood thing, our celebrities out here, are the most generous philanthropic people I have ever met in my life. Mm-hmm. yourself included
0: yeah well I mean you are absolutely generous I mean even didn't you just recently buy your whole neighborhood dinner <laughs> for this coronavirus I did
1: it again last night <laughs> oh my it's what is okay so what I decided is like I really want. you know I was a bartender forever mm-hmm. at, forever in New York City mm-hmm. and my friends who have bars who work at bars who are waiters waitresses my, one of my neighbors a caterer musicians were, are doing can't do anything I mean, you can record by yourself at home, but you can't do shows, you know. And uh, and I've got a couple of neighbors who are musicians. I have got a couple, a few. It's quite a few who are servers, bartenders, caterers. Everyone's out of work. Everyone just just like that, you know. And so I also have it, it's a it's a real duality to it, which is fantastic. And I'm asking anybody that can, you know, I know we're all if well, hopefully we're all trying to support our neighborhood, especially family-owned restaurants, by. Ordering delivery, which is great. I don't cook anyway, so it's perfect for me. So um, I've been doing that. But then I'm like, you know, I wanted to do more. And what the greatest combo was is that whenever I'm ordering, we're on my whole neighborhood is on like a there's like twenty of us. We're on like a text chain together. So whenever I'm ordering, like last night it was sushi. <laughs> so I texted everybody. I'm like, what do you want? And I ordered probably, jeez, geez, 12 to 4, 15 six 20 sushi rolls. Wow. <laughs> it was so heavy. Like the package, I had to get one of the big old, those big strong young boys next door.
0: To Why come can't you be my neighbor?
1: <laughs> I hear it a lot. Right. I hear it a lot. So it kind of started with, uh, Michelli's, um, Las Palmas right here in Hollywood is one of my favorite restaurants. I've been going there since I moved here. I am an honorary Michelli. They're like family to me. I've had a lot of big occasions there. They have like a little room downstairs. You can run out and, like I did one for like my dad's 80th birthday, and all my friends there. We've had a lot of just you know, just their family, and it's such a beautiful. It was established in 1949, and it's like I'll be damned if I'm going to let that place close, you know. And the Mattelis all work; they're all there still. Yeah. You know, my friend. If you saw the the video they took, my friend Frank Mattelli, who is Mattelli one of them he's like one of the generations of michelle he actually he was so happy that i was doing that because you know you can keep a restaurant afloat by doing one huge order you know you really can because they got limited you know probably have a couple people in there and so i just told my all my neighbors i'm like everybody go to go to the michelle's menu tell me what you want like it was giant feast and then i did um I did Farmers Boys, which I I did that the other night, and I don't work for any of these people, so I'm not, and I did like, I, everybody was like, they have like chicken and ham, chicken sandwiches and hamburgers, but but I, because I have a whole wheat bun, I order, like, whole wheat bun, so the other day I just text them all, like, what do you want, so then I was literally out in my raincoat the other night, delivering food to all my neighbors, And, and I got, I've got like the yellow raincoat, I look like the Morton Salt girl, um, and I'm like, I'm deliveries, I'm like giving everybody food. And then last night I did sushi. So it's just good because I'm going to order food anyway. Yeah. And I'm one person. Mm-hmm. So it's just, a, it's so easy for me to just, whenever I go on my order thing, to order for everybody else. And we're all right here in the same little neighborhood. Yeah.
0: Well, you also describe yourself as a bit of a recluse So I would imagine during this kind of lockdown right now, you've been training for this your whole life.
1: I didn't say a bit of reckless. I said a notorious, notorious reckless, yeah. and you actually know this firsthand because, oh, like, yeah. like you. As much as I love you and Michael, I've seen you at your wedding. Like that's yeah. you got me out of the house for your wedding. I know. Like, we were very <laughs> and honored. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, but I, I don't know what it is. I'm, I've always been a germaphobe, so hello, people. I told you, <laughs> and I, I just get. And there's a lot to that actually like I usually just kind of make a joke out of it but it's a little bit deeper than that is that like I get like my mind is a bit chaotic in my head so like I chaos around me like the crowds and, and that kind of stuff in the world in general like it, it it adds to the chaos that's already in my head but when I'm sitting at home I've got a house full of dogs you know that's what we hear here right and uh I'm there's I like, I like. it's very quiet, I watch TV a lot, but it's just quiet, you know, I have trees in my, I grew all these trees 18 years ago in my house, and they're pretty now, and I, like, whenever I'm talking on the phone, they're like, what's that behind you? I'm like, well, I have my window open, because I, I want to hear my, the rain on the trees, you know, it's raining, and I go out in my front yard, which is just unkempt and full of foliage and beautiful leaves and trees and things, and I grow stuff all the time, and I feel like I'm back like, in Alabama. And it's real peaceful for me to be alone. I love to be alone. But the concept of loneliness, which so many people that I love are dealing with and really battling right now, that's one thing that I have a little blessing is because I'm not a lonely person because I prefer to be alone. Right. Like, I really do. And, you know, another part of that is, like, I am a severe... Since I was born, so as a child. I'm a serious, severe empath. Like, really heavy duty, Mm -hmm. which is not... Easy, so I mean, basically, you know, the empath personality is that when I go anywhere, I could feel people's pain. Like I, if I didn't matter if it's a stranger, I could see, and I, I like constantly like, "Are you okay?" Because I can feel it, and I take on other people's pain, and I especially when you're in in person with people, and you know, even when I was the lead singer of a band, you know, it's like I there's that, that without the people there, it's like human beings. I feel like that our um, our souls are real and they're sort of tangible, especially if you're an empath and you can feel it and our emotions are real, even no matter what we're trying to cover. And I can feel all this stuff and I get overwhelmed. So I have to like go home and like decompress.
0: Yeah. Well, what would you tell someone listening right now that feel, you know, they're they're in their home and they're feeling a little alone and in, in despair right now?
1: You know, I think I'm not a great person to ask, like I said, because I love being alone. But I think maybe this is the way I was talking to my friend Chris Curry, wheels, as everyone knows him, who is um, he's the most social guy on the planet. Like, they are my best friends, And he goes out every single night of the week, every night. And he's hilarious and he's super social. And I was like, I was trying to explain it to me and then explain it to him. And he said this was very effective for him. I worry about it. I call him every night uh, because, I, and, and just so to see how he is. I text him every single day, and he's like, "Ah, he's losing his mind." And I said, "You know, I can relate. Here's how I, my relation to that is: this, him having to stay inside, and he was in a wheelchair. He could, he has very limited movement, um, and he's got a big, giant electric wheelchair, so it's harder to get around. But he can. He also can't go out when it rains." Of his electric wheelchair so I'm like you know I've, I've already dealt with this I worry about him when it rains you know and now he's like inside but I told him I said it's I figure that it is as hard for you to stay in your house all the time as it would be if somebody forced me to go out every night I would lose my mind
0: right it's a good way of looking at like, it too. Yeah. yeah I would go
1: bananas but I, I don't think you know neither one are right or wrong but I just think that, like, maybe there is a lot of time for self exploration. Maybe people don't want to do that. We are in the age of, like, you know, like, I, I've been, I always do that. The kind of stuff I do normally is, like, I'm an avid reader and real books. I have to have books in my hand. Mm-hmm. And and then I, I'm like, you know, I, if you have a pet, every, it changes everything. And I've been encouraging and rescues. Our national rescue um, uh, uh, pet finder and all our local rescues have really been encouraging people to um, foster an animal right now, a cat or a dog, while we're all stuck at home because it's excellent for the animals, as you know, and it's also really, really good for humans. I mean, every bit of scientific studies have said. Your blood pressure goes down with an oh, animal. Right. Your 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 mood goes up. Your your it just you're not lonely. I mean, how can I be lonely have a house full
0: of dogs? Yeah, no, it's true. I mean, it'll it'll extend your life big time if it you have it. That's true. Nice that yeah. is scientific fact. That's yeah, it's right true. There. It's true. Yeah. And uh, okay. So you recently shared a list of some stay-at-home tips for this coronavirus age. Do you have any of those tips for my listeners?
1: Well, that what, uh, that was part of it. Is one was about. Go if you have a pet, you mm-hmm. you you got that. And then if you don't, please foster. Our, and people are really doing it; yeah. they're going to the rescue. and just fostering an animal. They, it's and just, great.
0: Even if you don't, yeah. you know, even if you can't keep it after this virus is passed, you know, to be able to help find it a home is so important right now.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what I keep trying to tell people. And they're like, "Well, when I go back to work, I went." And I said, "No, we don't care. You're socializing an animal. Mm-hmm. You're making an animal at home in the in the home setting." And then when, it do, when they do find their forever home, then they're going to be used to it. And exactly. it gives you help. It's so good. And then books. I'm like, books, books, books. This is a time to read. I mean, if people look at the flip side, like if you, when you're at work all that time and you have no downtime, and you have no time by yourself, you have none of that, that's kind of what you long for. So a thing that we kind of long for, don't forget, we have it right now. Read books. You know, there's, you could come out of this knowing an entire different language. Because you can go to YouTube. Thank God for YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, you could go out of this having never played an instrument and be an awesome guitar player. There's a million things that you could use this time to do. You know, I mean, also, you don't have to. I have never gone to gyms because, to me, they are a cesspool of germs. And that's why I never went. And I, were if anything I do, I do at home. You don't even need equipment, you don't need anything. You can, like, do push ups, you can do sit ups, you can, like, do handstands you can literally do an entire body workout without ever leaving your house
0: yep. so you know we've,
1: we've we've been trained that we have to have all these right. things but exactly. we don't exactly and if you want to lift weights look around your house there's something there's something around there mm-hmm. there's like a, a gallon bottle of something
0: yeah you got some tide in there <laughs> yeah exactly
1: move, move your couch around right you exactly. know <laughs> like there's tons of things that you could go pick up or do you know and, and you know so there's that and then there's just you know, there really are so many opportunities, especially, thank you, whoever, you know, There's a, whoever argues over creating created the internet, but thank you, you know, right now. It's really good. It's good for us.
0: I think and that also, was Al Gore.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. That was my reference. But, um, <laughs> but um, also, you know, talking on the phone, and I know everybody is like, you know, I'm a mad, obsessive texter, and I'm like, ah, oh, don't call me. It makes my dogs bark. But you know, literally hearing each other's voices and going back, way back. Let's go way back to when we realized that those things that we have in our hands all the time that we're always poking on, you can actually talk to someone on it. You can hear their voice.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You and, know, and, and, and
0: you can see them now. It goes even beyond that.
1: Right. Well, I mean, I'm doing that here and there, but like that kind of like, I don't know, it seems like a bit of an invasion a little <laughs> bit to me because I'm like, I I think me along with the rest of the world right now, part of the joy is just looking like shit all the time. That
0: <laughs> yeah, has been nice.
1: <laughs> like, uh, I just, I, I actually just privately, I privately texted, Lance like exactly what I'm like right now. It is and you scary. still look
0: great. <laughs> i mean
1: literally i live in pajama pants like i have not had the other day i was i thought like i thought you know what i'm just gonna put on a pair of jeans just for the hell of it and then i went no i'm not so that never happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey Polly, what makes everyone smile smiles yeah oh that it is true yeah if you smile someone <laughs> it's like so contagious it really is
1: that's it's so contagious I tell people all the time and I've always t- like like I said since I was a child if you cry I cry you're not crying alone if you start crying I'm gonna be crying mm-hmm. like I will cry with you I can't not you know and then like smiles, laughter I love love the sound of people laughing unless they're laughing at someone instead of with <laughs> oh, someone yeah, that yeah, sound I don't like but I love laughter and, and I love like oh I just wanted to share this with you because it just happened Yes, my last tweet on my Twitter page, at PollyD, is I found, randomly found this band I've never heard of, okay? And they're called Buckets. (laughs) And they're here in LA, Buckets. Go to my Twitter page and look at my last tweet. Okay. So it is the, not only they're really good, and both of us come from music, so I mean, I'm telling you, they're really, really good, but they are freaking hilarious. And it reminds me of bands that I've loved. I always loved bands that were awesome bands that made me laugh, too, like President of the United States of America, like the Beastie Boys. Yeah, yeah. You know, David Lee Ross solo, right? <laughs> like things that make you laugh. And I see this video, like randomly I see this video, and I'm like, I watched it like a hundred times. And I'm like, I, what I tweeted was like, I have no idea who these people are. Oh, what the heck this is! I have no idea. But watch this video; you're welcome. It is so funny and it is so great. And I so then I got in touch with them over Twitter, and right—that's what I was doing when it, when I was about when you were about to call me. I was on the phone with one of the guys in the band, and I'm like, you know, kudos to you guys because same as what we're doing on broke, premiering a show, a comedy in the middle of a pandemic. is weird, but. We have, we, we are, and it already happened. We'll continue to do so. We're going to give you a half an hour of your life to breathe and to smile and to be happy. And I just said it from this guy from Buckets. You should talk to them. They're fascinating. They're a brand new band. They, they just put out this one video that I happened to find like a few days ago. They put it out. And I was like, thank you. And that's what I wanted to say to them. Thank you for making me laugh. Thank you for making me smile. And I posted it on my Twitter and a lot of people have come back and said, like, thank you. Like that was hilarious. So you know, I think that like like you know, you and me we're not uh we're not doctors, we're not nurses. You're well, hello, you're an astronaut, but whatever. Um <laughs> so it's like I think everyone can find out where their place is here to help. I mean, it can be from those of us who are blessed enough to be able to donate, which I've really been trying to put my money in the like the most helpful places like LAUSD right now, Project Angel Food, Um, you know, those of us that can do that, the LGBT Center, if we can do that, do that. But if you don't, you have, if you can't donate money, there's so much you can do. You can call someone, you can call a friend, you can check on a neighbor, you know, or you can, you know, you can do something funny. People are putting out just ridiculously funny little things on YouTube that make us laugh and Mm -hmm. like that band Buckets. I'm like, thanks, you know, they put out a ridiculous, ridiculous video and it's so funny when I get on the phone I'm gonna go do it again I'm gonna watch it again and it's like I'm proud of our show and I'm proud of us and the cast is all a very loving and philanthropic group and we we know that we are providing something we're providing it's such a sweet show it's available for everybody any age group any everything it's a sweet funny show and everyone can watch it and we're available to give people that you know you have so many talents Lance I mean you know, just doing your show as you are. And you're also a music provider. You know, it's like, these are the things that people need.
0: Well, we're trying to do our part for sure. And I know you um, have definitely been a a light during all of this darkness for sure. So thank you so much for all your positivity that you're putting out there. Um, And something else I'd like to put out there from you is we like to do a do good at the end of our show here. Um, Is there anything that we can do today that is our good, our do good mission. It could be as simple as you know, uh, smiling at someone, or any, what is something simple we could do today?
1: Simplest thing you could do, like we just talked about, is like literally every single person, if you think about it for a minute, knows someone that could use a phone call right now.
0: Yeah, very true.
1: That's really easy.
0: <laughs> yep, give someone a phone call uh, for sure.
1: I always say text first because that's that, that yeah. I consider a bad manners to just <laughs> call. Too. Everyone, could, everyone knows Ooh. someone that can use a text right now.
0: Yeah, I agree. Uh, well, Polly, it has been great catching up with you. Congratulations again on Broke. Uh, please tell everyone what night your show airs on CBS.
1: CBS. CBS. It is Thursday night at 9.30, 8.30 Central. And the lineup on CBS that night is Young Sheldon, Man With a Plan, The Amazing Mom, And then us. So you get a whole block, an hour of comedy on CBS every single Thursday night. And we're at 9.30. Show's called Broke. We love it. We can't wait for you to see it. Actually, we can't wait to see it because we haven't seen it yet. So (laughs) (laughs) join us and laugh a little.
0: And remember, you can always watch it on demand is what I do also.
1: CBS on demand. Absolutely. (laughs) Yes, you can.
0: Uh, All right, darling. Well, it was so good to talk to you. Um, Be safe, and I know you have lots and lots and lots of press to do this next couple of days, so we thank you so much for calling. I do, I do, but
1: I love you the most, and Uh, you
0: know that you're my love. I'm just going to take it. Give Michael my love. I will, for sure. All right, you take care of yourself.
1: All right, bye, sweetheart. Love you, bye. (laughs) Love you.
0: The Daily Popcast is executive produced by me and Sim Sarna, written and produced by Jess Keener, and music by Josh Cook and Alicia Eagle. The Daily Popcast is a Cloud 10 production and is powered by Simplecast.